be hilarious to wear these. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Christmas in July. We should have a But what would I wear? Christmas in July party. <laughs> Christmas in July party would be awesome. <clears throat> that was my joke. Is it because I'm green? <laughs> Hello, welcome to No Expectations Video Store. Come on in, make yourself comfortable. Take a look around, roam down the aisles. See if you find a video that catches your fancy. I'm Ben. I'm James. Max here. And today we're going to be doing a very special Christmas episode on How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 2000 film starring Jim Carrey. Directed by Ron Howard. Written by Jeffrey Price and Peter S. Seaman. And it's, of course, story by Dr. Seuss. Beautiful. On the outskirts of Whoville lives a green, revenge-seeking Grinch that we all know well from uh, the Dr. Seuss story. He plans to ruin Christmas for all the citizens of the town. So, I think we all grew up with this. We all really appreciate it. And uh, looking back on it, this movie still like really holds up. Yeah, it, it does. Uh, I, I love this. I mean, of course, because Jim Carrey, this is the um, series of Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. film, like, is perfect for him. I love the way you said that. The series of Jim Carrey. The series of Jim Carrey. Just rolls off the tongue. Yes. But yeah, this one, I mean, like, I don't know. It feels newer than it actually is. Like, I can't believe this is a 21 going on 22-year-old yeah. movie. Like, watching it, I was like, dude, this holds up. Like, the set design, the costumes, just the vibe of it, the humor. Like, everything is, like, so fun. really well made. Like, really, props to Ron Howard. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even like going to Universal Studios, you get to, it's still there, the the set. I didn't see it last time. Was uh, it there last I time? I think we took a different route. Mm. It's, it's usually, yeah it's, yeah, it's there still because right now for Universal, there's doing the Grinch walk and you can meet the Grinch and everything. Oh, interesting. The guy mm. plays the Grinch as well. Really like, good. He's really good. Yeah, really good. Almost Jim Carrey. Like, Those are some mm -hmm. big pointy shoes to fill. Mm -hmm. Like that's impressive. Or does he, does he wear shoes? Or doesn't he just have big I think he has pointy shoes. It's like, it almost looks a Christmas hat. Oh, yeah. hat. Doesn't he have bells on him at some point? Maybe I'm making things up in my head. I don't know. But uh, one thing I do remember is on the studio tour at Universal Studios in California, um, going there probably about, not this last time we went, which was just a couple months ago, but back, I want to say like six years ago or something like that, Whoville was looking pretty run down. It was. <laughs> it was looking pretty, I, yeah. it was looking pretty rough. Went there in 2015. It, was, yeah. it wasn't looking good. Yeah. I want to say I went like right around there, 2014, something like that. And uh, yeah, it was time to move on. It was time to let go of those remnants <laughs> of Whoville. It was looking a little pathetic. But um, that movie, though, damn, they did a heck of a good job. Yeah, I mean, for a short Dr. Seuss yeah. book and even the classic cartoon, yeah. they really went like all out with They really stuff. did. It beats the heck out of the cat in the hat, in my opinion. Oh, it's, we don't talk about that. Before. Yeah, I mean, like, I think they thought they could replicate the magic and be like, oh, well, it worked well with Jim Carrey. It worked well with everything. Cat in the Hat was probably a year or two later, I yeah, would say. Fun fact about Cat in the Hat: sure. that ruined um, any more adaptation. Sorry, adaptations. 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 Man, I can't yeah. fucking speak right now. It's okay. It's all good. Um, adaptations of any live-action Dr. Seuss movies. They have a contract that with the sounds about yeah, right. With, uh, like his wife or some of the, the his family. The said, estate, right? Yeah, they said you can only do animation now wow. because of Cat in the Hat. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we got some Smash Mouth music out of it, so it was a win-win. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. The Grinch, super unique, and they really took a chance, and it worked really well. This is uh, our friend Jenny, uh, Jenny Himmis' favorite movie. 
Really? It's her yeah. favorite movie? So, well, her favorite. I think her favorite Christmas, favorite movie. Christmas movie. Yeah, favorite Christmas movie. I think Back to the Future is her favorite. Real yeah. But uh, fun fact. So a lot of people do have a deep love for The Grinch. They grew up with it. This is not one that I watched on repeat growing up. Like, I, I watched it just, like, kind of randomly mm-hmm. here and there. Like, I think I, I've probably seen it a total of, like, two or three times in my life, honestly. Really? Yeah, like, or, or clips of it. It's not one that I can, like, quote or anything like no, that. I can I can quote a little bit of it, but not yeah. I usually watch it, like, once a year for Christmas time. Yeah. Like, I, would say, I would say probably, if I had to guess, probably three times in my life I've seen it. Oh, my gosh. Including the That's most. That's surprising. What about yeah. you, Max? How many yeah. times have you seen this? I've seen this movie one time, uh, second wow. time for the show, but I've seen the animated version Many times. Countless times. We're talking I, about like the classic cartoon. Yeah. yeah I've like, seen that one a lot. Yeah, same. Too. Yeah, classic cartoon the probably like, 20 go times. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say same as you. Like classic cartoon, tons of times. Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever I get the kids around for the holidays, it's always, uh, this is a good one because it's, I mean, the shorter one was always a good one because it's, it's short. It's 30 and it holds minutes. The kids attention. They can yeah. keep their attention for enough time. But, you know, I really like the way this Jim Carrey version turned out. He's He is like, you know, the animated mess that Jim Carrey is. He played this role really well. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey loves Christmas movies because he was also in uh, Christmas Carol, right? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not a big fan of that film. Yeah, I never saw I it. I love Zemeckis. Yeah, I love Zemeckis too. I never actually never saw it. Believe yeah, you don't need to see it. You've seen a Christmas Carol you've seen thousands of times you've seen one you've seen them all yeah yeah except yeah. for scrooge there you go yeah, you go. yeah scrooge is special <laughs> scrooge is special uh the muppets christmas carol that's a good one that's a solid one there's only a, a few christmas carol movies yeah watch. didn't patrick stewart do one in the 80s uh, i think he probably did patrick stewart good man good man captain jean Luc picard jean Lou. jean but yeah uh this movie uh super interesting uh you want to dive into some fun facts because i don't really have much aside from what we already talked about with like the visuals being so beautiful i really I don't. mean, I, I want to talk about a little bit just like we, I've talked about how like Jim Carrey, like his like performance wise of singing mm-hmm. and everything. And like the music in this film was like, I mean, great for Christmas music. Oh, of course. And yeah. then just him just singing around in this film is like, yeah. really? Like, dude, he, he, he he's Carrey. a talented mofo. He's, a talented <laughs> he's so mofo. talented. And I love Jim Carrey. Carrie Carroll's. Yeah. Carrie Carroll's. It's hard to do a movie like this because it's such a well-loved movie already. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they hit the nail right on the head. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, yeah, yeah, they made that 2018 with Benedict Cumberbatch um, animation one. I, it was okay. Yeah. I, I don't think it needed to be made. Yeah, it, it was not necessary. I, I saw it. It was really beautiful in terms of animation. Like, yeah. you look at it, like, you know, you could see the hairs and the glistening snow. And, like, everything was, like, super detailed. They did a wonderful job on that. But did it need to be made? No, not at all. Yeah, I'm like I'm happy just watching this one or the old classic. Exactly, exactly. I'm yeah, just reading the book honestly. This one, I feel like they took a risk. I mean, like what a, what an interesting time for movies like late '90s, early 2000s. Seems like they were like really willing to try new things. They were, they were. Yeah. I mean, you get how the Grinch stole Christmas live action with Ron Howard directing, like super unique. But they pulled it off. Especially, I mean, way what, better was, than you'd what, what did Ron Howard do before this? Like he directed Cocoon. He, I think he did Cocoon the Return. I don't know what else Ron Howard directed, to be honest with you. He was Opie. Yeah, so it was just completely just different. Like, I think he was, like, more getting popular now, right? And then, yeah. like, just doing The Grinch was just... It's like John Favreau doing um, Elf. Exactly. It's one of those things. Like, wow, coming from this director, the guy who did Iron Man did Elf. Mm-hmm. And then Ron Howard doing this, you know? Yeah, super unique. It's just, yeah, it's a unique film. Uh, Ron Howard, what do you, let's just talk about Ron Howard for a second. What an interesting career, like being in the spotlight your entire life, 
gr- essentially growing up in your formative years yeah. in Mayberry, <laughs> like, and then going on to Happy Days. Happy like his days, teenage yeah. years were Happy Days, and then get, being a director, like probably in his twenties. I mean, Cocoon, mm-hmm. he must have been like in his twenties when he directed that, or maybe thirty, early thirties. Yeah, 30s. he was young, young director, which is ironic, but. Um, yeah, kind of underrated. I feel like, and then also he gave us Arrested Development. We wouldn't have Arrested Development without Arrested. Ron Howard. If you're kind of drawing a blank on Ron <clears throat> Howard, I, I, here's a picture of him. Sure. Um, he's worked on Beautiful Mind, Apollo 13, Parenthood, Apollo 13. Splash. Oh, I forgot. Uh, he did the Da Vinci Codes too, didn't he? I yeah, believe, I believe so, yeah. so. Yeah. Super great though. Um, Apollo 13, man, that is super underrated. That was a really good movie of his too. So the man clearly has ties with Universal Studios. Because I remember going to Universal Studios, and James remembers this too, back when we were kids, and they had cutouts of the Apollo 13 guys that you yeah. could take pictures with. Those are since gone, unfortunately. I think I still have but, a photo uh, somewhere. I do too. Max, do you remember that? Do you remember the Apollo 13 guys at Universal oh, yeah. Studios? Oh, yeah. Masterpiece. Uh, Beautiful Mind, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so I don't think yeah, I'd, I don't remember it. I, I didn't appreciate it. But I'd be willing to go back and check it out. But yeah, Ron Howard, sleeper hit maker. What so I think guy? he was 46 when he directed The Grinch here, if my math's correct. Um. Yeah. Wow. He's he's getting up there. He yeah. looks pretty good. He looks healthy. So he's got to be sixty-seven. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Ron Howard, man. But the same age as Willem Dafoe. Oh. They're the same age. Fun fact. So I think uh, Ron Howard is actually the, the hobgoblin. <laughs> that's the. That's what I found. Uh, but yeah, what more can I say about the Grinch? Um, do you have any childhood memories of watching this movie, James? Oh, uh, not much. I mean, I just like watching it for the first time i think i saw this in theaters did you i am wow. not sure maybe i still have it i don't stuff. remember the first time i saw it I, I feel like it was just one i caught on tv i know i had a, i had it on vhs it was oh, one of those wow. ones that still like vhs's and dvds were like dvds was creeping you know mm-hmm. so i still have like the vhs for, i don't still have it but i had it yeah there was an era where it was like you could get vhs's like really cheap because yeah, dvds were becoming mainstream in. and it was yeah it was awesome it's like dvds now with blu-rays like exactly DVDs so cheap right dvds now. are so cheap but you're like well i want that good aspect mm-hmm. ratio and that clarity of the blu-ray and the HD. i don't know i just always remember um the fucking <laughs> the songs in here like horrible songs horrible songs <laughs> the whoville songs i oh i don't like them i'm not a fan I'm not a fan <laughs> I know, because me and my brother would just joke around with like all like like still we still do it like to this day. It doesn't have to be Christmas time. <laughs> we would just like we'll just be like ah. <laughs> it's, it's a dumb song. That's gorgeous. Yeah, but the, it, it made a like impact in me like my brain. Like it's yeah. always been there. So it's, yeah, the Whoville songs that was kind of irritating. They were, uh, they were stupid. I just like I like I said like the music of Christmas songs were great. Um, like them singing themselves. Not so much. Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey singing though. It was he's dude, that guy just he, talking about his great range, job. That's yeah. All. I mean, we've talked about that in previous episodes where the man, the man can sing. The man he can sure talent. can. Yeah. He's very expressive. Oh yeah. But aside from the amazing set design and the amazing Ron Howard and the amazing Jim Carrey, let's dive into some fun facts on this bad boy. Fun facts. All right. So I'll start first. Okay. Um, Jack Nicholson <laughs> and Eddie Murphy auditioned for the Whoa. title role of the Grinch before it eventually went to Jim Carrey. That is absolutely fascinating yeah um, that would have been a radically different yeah film. so i'll alternate casting we'll talk about it in a little bit but wow yeah, yeah. jack can you imagine jack i know that would have been i bet he didn't I don't want know. to do it because yeah. uh, this goes within like the second like fact about this uh, max knows but i bet it's because like he probably done makeup before with batman he's probably he knows like, how much of a hassle it yeah. is yeah so uh the makeup max, on that looked like hellish max go in about the makeup yeah so uh jim carrey had a really hard time with this movie because he was 
the call time for this movie is 1 a.m. Oh. He he just came in and was getting caked with makeup all day. And, you know, him along with Mike Myers, I found out, they have a weird thing about, uh, like, being touched. Um, and so it was just on top of it just being a, an arduous task of getting all this makeup on. Um, it's even worse because they, they kind of already don't like that. Um, and I, I found out Mike Myers... Part of the reason why he hasn't done much after Austin Powers was the fat bastard role really was taxing for him having to, uh, it was a similar uh, thing where he's he's like in there for eight hours just getting done up looks brutal. to be a fat boy. Yeah, it would have been brutal. I wonder if that's um, like the like, uh, Night Professor with Eddie Murphy too. Oh, I'm sure. Fast yeah. Suit, man. yeah. I guess like the makeup, like it took eight and a half hours and, and on an average three hours of each day after that, Jim Carrey had to do, oh have done gosh. it a hundred uh, times over the course of filming. Um, he just, he actually describes the costume uh, um, and the prosthetic as literally like being buried alive every day. And it was that is horrible. And he was trained to uh, how to like cope with it by who um, people like the CIA, uh, CIA operatives really to like endure a torture. So you like, that he actually is trained insane to do that. I heard Arnold when he did the Terminator for T2, the really heavy makeup covering half his face. That took about four hours every day for shooting. Really? Yeah. So pretty intense. And Eight that hours, uh, man. that's, man, you better be getting paid well for that. Oh, and if you haven't looked into it, the Wizard of Oz, mm. um, oh, God, some of the yeah. makeup techniques that they used for that Brutal. are awful. Like, yeah, uh, they were horrific. <laughs> you, if you did that these days, you, you would catch a case. Oh, yeah. Well, like, you think about, like, the, the Wicked Witch of the West, whatever, like, there's a part where she, like, drops down she was supposed to be a trap door and the fire comes out mm -hmm. and it came off too early and it like because the makeup she was wearing was more flammable so she oh, got yeah. really hurt from it yeah she got really bur bad burns on her hands and she had to wear green gloves for the rest of the production yeah isn't that horrifying mm -hmm. and yeah. then another one that she refused to do after that she said no i'm not going to do it so they had a stunt double do it and it went wrong on the broom and the stunt double got all burnt up also damn yeah they were super, movies back yeah. then super uh, back then they were just like yeah give some kids some cigarettes and let's burn some people like everyone's getting <laughs> taking, fucked up yeah. taking some risks. tin man they yeah. use like actual metallic mm -hmm. shavings mixed with paint yeah and uh and the green the uh, the uh the green witch they were using like copper Oh, I'm sure. Freaking yeah. just straight metal on their skin. Well, also the snow. I forgot what they use. Uh, oh, it was, it was asbestos. Asbestos, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's poison. Back then, they were just like, everything's going to kill you, and it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. They, they were drugging Dorothy. They made her taper breasts down to make her look more like teenage, you know, and not like a woman. Um, Buddy Epson, who ended up being the main guy on Beverly Hillbillies, he was originally going to be the Tin Man, but he had really severe allergic reactions to the paint because it had like aluminum in it mm -hmm, and he yeah. had like these horrible eye infections Ouch. and so he couldn't be the tin man so they had to get someone else who i, I believe they had him it. on for part of it like a few days of shooting and then they just switched him out they kept the shots really they just switched out the actor that's crazy man but yeah they, they were constantly getting fucked up in oz hey <laughs> great movie though great movie that totally worth it you know even though i'm sure they got screwed over in royalties and stuff because that's how it was back then I remember seeing an interview with the the guys who you know played Scarecrow and everything later on in like the 60s, and they were super proud of what they'd made. Yeah. And they were just like, you know what, even though we didn't make a lot of money off of it, they said this will be around long after we're gone, and we're still talking about it. Mm -hmm. So, super amazing. I mean, amazing. the only one I got really fucked up was Dorothy. Dor yeah, she died. Yeah. But that was because her drug use and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, um, yeah. But well, her, okay, her daughter so lived on in Arrested Development. Yeah. Everything circles back. Dr. Seuss, I, I guess this year there's been a controversy about him and oh, a lot of his him. books got banned. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those people are idiots. If you want to ban Dr. Seuss, go to hell. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. Like, Dr. Seuss is amazing, dude. And he, uh, 
I don't know. I think at some point they were trying to say that the books were like about racism or something like that. It's about one fish, two fish, red fish, red fish, blue fish. Like what the it's, hell's wrong with you? It's mostly nonsense. Yeah. Like if you think that's racist, I think you got bigger problems on your hand than Horton. Here's a who, my friend. <laughs> like you're, you're insane. You're clinically insane. Yeah. Some of these people are just it's confused Dr. about Seuss. which bathroom to use. You know, they shouldn't yeah. be in charge of banning books. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I see a lot of people like that that are, I don't know. They're they're looking for something to get upset yeah. about. They're not. You're not really upset about fucking Cat in the Hat or The Grinch. You know what I mean? There's there's something deeper going on in it's your like life. It's like an anger addiction or something. Yeah, it's it's like you want to be offended by something, and these people act like they're all puritanical and like they want to clean everything and make everything G-rated. I'm like, you're just causing more yeah. problems. You're causing more trouble for. And my thing else. is, Doctor Seuss is about as G-rated as it gets. Yeah. I don't think there's any yeah. hate mongering. It's going ridiculous. On yeah, so people like Anyways. that, like, maybe take a step back and look in the mirror for a second before you try to burn books about, you know, the Grinch. Like, you're insane. But um, at one point, it was so bad. Uh, what am I talking about? <laughs> at one point, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, uh, we got some more fun uh, facts. For some uh, facts with the prosthetics. Oh, you, wanna, you knock it out. You knock it out. Okay, so um, it was so bad, producers thought he was going to quit um, thanks to the Frisbee-like contact lenses and the prosthetics being welded to his body. Oh, brutal, brutal. I mean... What's amazing though about it though, if you look at that makeup, you forget it's Jim Carrey. Yeah, there's parts where like, I forget, but then it's like every now and then he slips out with that his little yeah. iconic voice. But he did he did such a good job, and he totally brought that character to life. He was like a walking, talking puppet. Um, there are forty thousand computer generated trees in the opening shot sequence, all inside one single snowflake. Magical. I remember hearing about that fact. Yeah, that's that. quite impressive, and that's when CGI was really getting honed to perfection. You know. Uh, the actors and extras who played the Who's in Whoville had to go to Who school to learn the way Who's behave and act through choreography. And they also had to listen to every album by the band The Who. I made that last part up. <laughs> yeah, the stunt coordinator um, brought in trained acrobats and circus performers from uh, Cirque du Soleil Ooh. to make up the Who's in Whoville because uh, their enthusiasm was so great and they were like always willing to try something new. That's amazing. Let's talk about uh, our little friend Cindy. Let's talk about her. Uh, Cindy Lou Who. Uh, was Taylor Momsen's first taste of the spotlight before she later went on to play Jenny Humphrey in Gossip Girl and be the lead singer in, or lead singer of the band Pretty Reckless. I didn't know. Yeah, she's in a rock band now. That's pretty cool. Let's uh, Let's, uh, let's pull her up. Yeah, let's pull her up. Take a look at what uh, she looks like now. Cindy Lou Who. She would be about the same age as us. Cutie. She is a cutie. Yeah. Handsome and Gretel. Very good. Oh, yeah, she's got it going on. Oh, we got Pretty that. reckless. I've heard some I didn't of her know stuff. she was in Gossip Girl. I don't, never watched it, but that's... Oh, don't lie. <laughs> you, you, got, you own Gossip Girl. Come on. All oh, seasons. Yeah. Every season. No. Um, I mean, that's a very popular <laughs> show back then, so that's... Kind good of for her. Yeah, saying, Cindy yeah. Lou Who. Little Cindy Lou Who. I would say she's got to be about the same age as us. I think so. Yeah. That or we're, we're a little bit older. I don't know. Yeah, good for her, though. Rocking in a band. That's pretty cool. Let's see. She she was born in 1993, so we've Same got age. a few years on Same her. Same age. I'm 93. 93. I mean. Clark Griswold shirt. <laughs> Anywho, that's pretty cool. I love seeing people like that go on and do interesting, Something unique things. I mean, like pretty reckless. Music. They're yeah. successful. Yeah. Like That's yeah. a successful mm-hmm. band. So. Except for little Jake Lloyd. You know, Jake, you know, Jake Lloyd, he's got his own set of issues, but uh, he really rocked it in that pod racer. So you can never take that away from him. Uh, in Dr. Seuss's original storybook, the Grinch is black <laughs> and white with pink eyes. It was only in the animated film. 
Nice comma placement. He was he was an African American Grinch. Um, no, he was black and white. And uh, go back up. <laughs> okay, the Grinch is black <laughs> and white with pink eyes. It was it was only in the anime. <laughs> it was only in the animated film in the nineteen ninety six that director Chuck Jones decided to make him green. He. Later became green. The film reportedly had the most extras in full costume. <laughs> I can't. Did you want me to Yeah, go uh, ahead. Take over. Take okay. I'm laughing. <laughs> that was great. Uh, it's okay. a black Grinch. He's a good man. Uh, I, I don't even remember the book that well. Really? It was a classic. Yeah. I mean, I've always watched the classic cartoon. Mm. That's a classic. Oh, yeah. Uh, the... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the film reportedly had the most extras in full costume and heavy makeup in over 60 years, taking the title from the very hazardous 1939's Wizard of Oz, which is still a beautiful masterpiece. How the Grinch Stole Christmas won the Academy Award for Best Makeup and Hairstyling in 2000. In their acceptance speech, Rick Baker and Gail Ryan <laughs> thanked their crew. Over 150 talented people contributed uh, greatly to the work that uh, we accept the award for. Cool. Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton almost directed the movie, but he had a conflict with 1999 film Sleepy Hollow, which is also a masterpiece. So the role went to Ron Howard instead. And what's crazy is I actually had seriously considered Tim Burton for my alternate I director. was thinking, too. I think it would have been a little bit darker. Though. Oh, yeah, so definitely. It would have been wild and would have had Helena Bonham Carter. Bob I feel Norman. like I don't even know if it would they even do live action, though. I feel like they would have done like some stop, stop motion, motion or something like Corpse Bride yeah. type stuff. Uh, the director was so thankful for Jim Carrey's patience that he came in at 3.30 a.m. one morning to put on the Grinch suit with full makeup. Jim Carrey initially, and so of course they're referencing Ron Howard, uh, Jim Carrey initially thought he was a stunt double that looked nothing like him. That's good for kinda, good cool. for Ron Howard, yeah. Damn. Good man. He said it was torture, so... That sounds hellacious. Um, Jim Carrey's Grinch suit is covered in yak hair, which was dyed <laughs> green and sewn onto a Hispanic suit, which made him look very hairy. He did a very good job. With his, with his nasty ass always sticking out. <laughs> it was a fat ass. Yeah. He had a dump truck. <laughs> the Whoville set was built mostly on the back lot of Universal Studios, behind the Bates Motel, ironically. And Jim Carrey apparently ran out in full costume and a fake knife one day to scare tourists. They had no idea it was him. That's awesome. That's kind of funny. Like, so was he in full be... costume as the Grinch, or was he in full costume as I think he was Norman Bates? F- Oh, that's a good question. I they bet. would they would know if it was Norman Bates because you'd see it was Jim. Yeah, Carrey. I bet it was the Grinch. That would can you imagine being on that and then after the fact being like, holy crap, that was, that Jim was him. Yeah, and you're like, no, it was probably a stunt double, and you're like, that was Jim Carrey. I swear. Last fact: the line six uh, thirty p.m. dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Was totally improvised by Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, a notorious improviser, and we love him for it. Yeah, just like he did in the mask, and I, I'm assuming a shit ton in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, dude, a whole, like, yeah. didn't you say there's like a very extended cut of dumb and dumber there was and unfortunately it got lost to time you know in the final edit but originally when they showed it to like initial investors and producers and like a test audience it was like a three-hour cut of dumb and dumber and then they said you got to trim it back so they really cut it back to like whatever it is now like an hour and 55 minutes or something like that and we is it out am- there amazing Can we watch that, that? We have. actually you can't watch it but there is a ton of deleted scenes available on youtube like you, there you is. can watch like a good like half hour worth of deleted scenes and they are funny as heck. Mm-hmm. Like they, they don't go with the same movie in terms of like the tightness of the story. Like you, you can see why they let them go, but they were funny as hell. Like some of the alternate endings they had, they were so funny, dude. Like 
check them out. Deleted I mean, scenes. I mean, even like the director's cuts, it's funny. I mean, yeah, it has it adds a few more like gay jokes directed at Jim Carrey, <laughs> but it's uh it's pretty funny, man. It's they funny. did it. It's still great, yeah. And I don't care what anyone says. I like Dumb and Dumber er as well. I do too. Uh, not Dumb and Dumber Two had its moments. Dumb and Dumber Two is weak. It's weak. I'll go it, back and rewatch it, and it's funny, but it, it's it pales in comparison to the original. That one's like, uh, with influence, like drunk. For Dumb and Dumber, hundred percent drunk for that. For and me. I think last time I watched it, we were or I was, and um, I, think we were. I remember. Yeah, you, were, right. you messaging me. You were, yeah, you I was like, it's that. pretty funny, but it's just because I want to like it. Yeah. That's the thing. I want to like it. It's it's it, awkward. It is what it is. You know, it it, uh, it should have been made about fifteen years earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, I just and, noticed uh, something interesting. Sure. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor was in the Grinch oh. as the mayor, and he's also in Arrested Development that Ron Howard yes, uh, worked is. on too. So. Yeah, you know, there it goes again. Another thing with that shaking hands, you know. Directors like working with this connected. Yeah. It's about who and you know. Yeah, and if you guys have not watched Arrested Development, the first three seasons are, I think, some of the funniest in television history. Oh, like great. they are so funny. After that, when they took a break and they came back and tried to bring it back, didn't work mm. for me. wasn't great. Too much time had passed, but first three seasons, so freaking good. Well, it didn't so do well uh, as a TV show because uh, I don't know. It just, it, I guess, it was they had to wait too long for the next episode. Like it's more of like yeah. a binge watching oriented show. I think fun fact about Arrested Development. If you guys are fans, all of the scenes at the end of the show that say next time on Arrested Development, and it shows what's going to happen next on the episode, that stuff never, never happens, happens in the next never episode. So they're just lying to you. And it's just like yeah. random footage. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to someone who didn't know that. And they're like, Oh, I would always skip that. Now I got to go back and rewatch <laughs> them all. And I'm like, yeah, cause they don't connect to the yeah. next episode. I remember watching that. And I was like, and then going like, I'm like, what the f- yeah it's and totally brilliant i was like that did not happen it's totally brilliant they yeah. did a fantastic job and i think that's some of the best good job ron howard you know what? i don't appreciate it as often i should like ron howard yeah. everybody ron howard. give it up for him but uh now that we're in the christmas spirit um well actually before before we go on to other movies do you want to do our recasting for the Grinch? yeah so uh ben's favorite segment and this is one of my i like this segment too it is my favorite i spend a lot of time he thinking spends a about lot it. more time on it than yeah I do. as soon as i start watching a movie i'm like who could it be um, I'll kick it off. Please. Yes. So, we actually said this. He was actually um, being cast or and considered Jim Carrey. I chose Eddie Murphy. Oh, classic. Yeah. Because he would have been great. Yeah. He. I think he got the range too. And then he, you know, been in the prosthetics and stuff too. Mm-hmm. As with uh, Nutty Professor. I don't know if that was yeah. before. And and uh, freaking uh, Norbit. Yeah. <laughs> Which would have been a little after. Yeah, that's after. Roughly. That's a couple years. That's charm. Um, yeah, uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie Murphy, I think it would have been good. Yeah. Um, for his love interest, Christine Baranski, hmm. I chose Cheryl Hines. I oh, Ooh, I always thought it she was She would have had her. a very who look to yeah, her. Yeah, that's why yeah. I always thought it was her. She's got a very cute upturned mm-hmm. nose. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you ever watch Kirby Enthusiasm, which we're fans of mm-hmm. because we love Larry David. Love um, Larry. So that's Larry's, well, ex-wife was. Larry like, David would have been a great freaking Grinch. <laughs> I'd be a grumpy <laughs> grin. Hilarious! Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> just saying. You're doing great. Um, Jeffrey Tambor, going back to him. Mm-hmm. Um, John Goodman. I think crossed a, my mind as I think well. Think a good. Uh, crossed good my mayor. mind as well. Believe yeah. it or not, yeah. Take it a chubby, jolly guy, you know. Yeah. You know? Oh. Um, and he could be an asshole in that movie as well. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, director, instead of Ron Howard, I think we have maybe the similar director. Mm-hmm. Chris Columbus, who did Home Alone, both Home Alones, one mm-hmm. and two, Harry Potter, one and two, mm-hmm. and Mrs. Doubtfire. Master. Total yeah. master. He's familiar with prosthetics, and he's familiar with magic and fairy tale yeah. telling, and Christmas. So he would have been perfect. I'm um, okay. I'm going to my recastings now. 
the moment you've all been waiting for this whole holiday season. Um, mine for the Grinch recasting as the Grinch would be David Spade, Norm MacDonald, or Kevin James. And I think that out of these, I, <laughs> I just love these guys. Uh, David Spade, I think, would be really good. I guess so. you know David Spade would crash. I feel, like, I feel like, did you really try? <laughs> I did try. Yeah, Norm Macdonald. Oh yeah, Norm yeah, Macdonald yeah. would be hilarious. Yeah, right. Hey, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, you know, Christmas. <laughs> well, think about Norm. But people underestimate on him. Big voice actor. He's done a lot of voice acting. He'd be great for a cartoon, but live, I don't know. Well, he would do. Uh, he'd be great. I think he'd be great. Kevin James could totally pull it off too. <laughs> he could be the mayor. <laughs> he'd be great. <laughs> he could be the mayor. Um, David Spade. I think you're underestimating I David, don't Spade. Know about David Spade. I, I think know, he could do it. Um, okay, director, we had the exact same one. Chris Columbus, Home Alone, Harry Potter 1 and 2. Um, just great. Just a great director. He he knows magic. He knows Christmas time. He knows kid-friendly. He would have been awesome. Writer, hypothetical writer, John Hughes. That would have been good. I think John Hughes would have been great. Obviously, he wrote Home Alone as well. Mm-hmm. He wrote Christmas Vacation. John Hughes knows what's up. Uh, he did Plain Strange and All Moves. Right. He did, yep. yeah. Uh, fun fact, if you want to dive into fun facts. Again. Oh, wait, before... Sure. Um, Max, did you have an alternate cast for Jim Carrey at least? Uh, for Jim Carrey, Owen Wilson. Hell yeah. I think Owen, yeah. Hell Not yeah. a bad one. Actually, that's very solid. Yeah, Owen know, would have been fantastic. You know, crossed my mind a little bit. It was like Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, but yeah. I, like, I don't know. Yeah, he could have. He, mm, yeah. Owen would have been really good. I think Owen would have been good. Ben Stiller yeah, had the experience Christmas. over the fat suit and dodgeball. Wow. Wow. It's the yeah. holiday season. I just don't like it. It just doesn't resonate with me. I, I wish they would just stop. You know, they're always, you know, you know, you know, what's great. It actually shrunk in size, which I was hoping for, for the last 10 years. I was hoping it would, it would decrease in size because they're always down there singing. And frankly, I don't like it. I don't like it. Fun fact, Boris Karloff did the original voice in the original cartoon back in the day. And he was also the mummy and Frankenstein. And uh, I just think that's cool. Those are two of our favorite monsters. Two of the best. Two of the best. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk Christmas movies for a little bit because it it is the season. I hope everyone's having a wonderful Christmas. I hope everyone had a wonderful Hanukkah. I hope everyone had a tremendous light falling down behind me, Kwanzaa. Um, yeah, who celebrates Kwanzaa? Come on. But uh, <laughs> wasn't that a made-up holiday? Let me know if you celebrate Kwanzaa in the comments. Um, then I'll I'll, I'll uh, send out a little apology to you with a Grinch postcard. But, um, yeah, I hope everyone's really enjoying the season, having a good time. I've been trying really hard this year to watch more Christmas movies. Cause I, feel like I have it, too, but I, I haven't like la- watched enough. Really? Yeah, I feel like last year I just skipped them. I just didn't watch, didn't, yeah. like, any. But um, this year I'm like, okay, I watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the mm-hmm. stop-motion one, masterpiece, uh, a real lesson in stop-motion animation right there. Um, and that's it. <laughs> that's all I've watched. Really? And then yeah. this. And then I this. like those old 12 uh, frame per second Those were awesome, yeah. I want to watch Elf. I want to watch Home Alone. And I still want to watch uh, Christmas Vacation and It's a Wonderful Life. I'm watching Christmas Vacation uh, next week. Hell yeah. I got to watch Die Hard, too. There you go. And I got to watch Gremlins. Gremlins? Christmas Gremlins movie? I just saw it recently. It's a Christmas movie. This one's up here. This one's definitely I up put, here. I put... Dude, I... <laughs> that is... <laughs> I uh, I put Polar Express on and I didn't I turned it off, and yeah I just I don't know for me it's been like I haven't really sat and watched a Christmas movie this year. I haven't been in the mood in the past couple years. Yeah. I feel like you know maybe it's part of getting older and everything, but uh, I'm just more of a Halloween guy. <laughs> I'm more of a Halloween guy. Too. I'm more of a Halloween guy. Well, of course we are. Christmas I appreciate the when it do- here's my thing with Christmas, it kind of comes on a little early like like freaking November first they kick on the you know in our one of our local radio stations goes totally Christmas music. 
way too freaking early for me. Way too early. But I'll give you I'll give you two weeks around Christmas. But especially the week leading up to Christmas, I can dig on some Christmas action. I can I can enjoy it. Anything before that, not a huge fan. It's yeah. a, it's a little sickening sweet. It's too much for me. Max, how do you feel about Christmas? Um, I I'm not big on Christmas movies. I we tend to just watch the same ones every year for mm-hmm. the nostalgia effect. But I. I had a really good experience watching this series called Happy with an exclamation <laughs> Dude, point at that, the end. That, okay. I watched a few episodes of that. It's actually really good. And I love that actor, yeah. too. It's not necessarily a Christmas movie, but it is a movie that happens during Christmas time. And you have a character mm-hmm. that dresses as Santa and stuff like that. Okay. Similar to Die Hard in that way. Hmm, um, okay. It is very violent and very dark, despite the sparkly unicorn character. Um but yeah, I would highly recommend Happy, happy if, okay. if you want something that's kind of a, a departure from these happy-go-lucky uh, movies. Maybe if you don't have any kids, you can put it on. If you have kids, I would probably pass on this one. Yeah, unless they're real tough. Yeah, tough. Do you have any? Uh, so, like, what's everyone's like favorite Christmas movies? Ooh, I got. I feel like I've got like five or six off the top of my head. Like, It's a Wonderful Life. I think is like one of the pinnacles of Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. A Christmas Story. Great. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't watched that this year yet. Great movie, yeah. I mean, that's one I'm going to definitely watch. Yeah, I watched that Christmas. one. That was one of the few Christmas. ones I did watch last year. That and Christmas Vacation I watched last year. Um, Christmas Vacation, obviously. Home Alone is right Alone. up there. I haven't watched that. I like Elf. two. Oh, two. You like two more? Two more. Wow. I like I like it as well. Get a little Donald Trump in there. You know? Trump cameo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, down the hall to the left. <laughs> down the hall, grab by the pussy. But uh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Elf. I also really like Elf. Elf. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you know, there's always the, it's not a Christmas movie, Die Hard. Here's the thing about Die Hard. I know it wasn't released at Christmas time, but we all got to admit, there's Christmas songs in it. There are, there's a Christmas party that happens at it. Like, the whole thing takes, takes place, place during right. a Christmas party. We've had a discussion about this, too. There's another, yeah. one, there's another movie like this as well, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon, which I it also think is in the a, shared universe. It shows, we'll have a video about that in the mm-hmm, future, mm-hmm. but it shows a lot more Christmas in that movie than Die Hard. Yeah, and there's Christmas lights. Here's my thing. Like, literally, he, like, gets, like, tape for gift wrapping to put the gun on his back. Like, it takes place around Christmas time, and there's there's literally Christmas music in it multiple times. So I got to say, at the end of the day, I don't think it was intended to be a Christmas movie, but it is. It's a Christmas movie. And honestly, Die Hard, I watch around Christmas time. Yeah. Pretty much annually. And even though I think in real life it was released in, like, March in theaters... You look at it, like, they comment on it, like, man, this is Christmas music. It's in the fucking movie. So, at the end of the day, it I hate to admit it, but it is a Christmas movie, and I watch it in December mm-hmm. most of the time. Hey, look, uh, Max says it up there. Gremlins is not considered a Christmas movie to a lot of people as well, and I consider huh. it. It's because it takes around totally. Christmas time. I heard Fat Man was good, and then I heard from some other people it was bad. It's I loved it. You loved it? Yeah. Okay. Definitely, definitely it hit for me. Okay. Um, it's, you know, it's not your... your uh, average take on mm-hmm. on a Santa Claus movie. What are your guys' favorite Christmas movies, Max? You too. Um, I'd say Fat Man's top three. Really? No. What? Um, okay. I did like it. Uh, Bad Santa, of course. Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, the third one. Bad I Santa was fun. I don't know. I I, ju- I would just kind of put all of those old. Uh, claymation stop or Absolutely. the stop motion ones up Absolutely. there as yeah, as, those the, are up there. as a one of Charlie those. Charlie Brown's magic, too. yeah. Um, Charlie Brown, uh, Scrooge. Scrooge is up there. Christmas yeah. vac uh, so, yeah, Christmas vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, I said Gremlins already. Um, yeah, there's there's a good amount. There's a lot of, of good elves. Ones. Yeah, there's more than I remember. 
Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I watch these every year, and I'm like, really, I don't. I watch like three or four of them, yeah. and that's that's being generous, you know. Oh, Jingle all in the, the way. comments Jingle below, all the way. put your favorite Christmas movie. We yes. want to hear from you guys. And if you guys want to debate on whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie, please feel free. But just remember, at the end of the day, there are Christmas songs in it, and the movie takes place entirely as a Christmas party is taking place and then gets interrupted. So keep that in mind. I guess it depends on your definition of a Christmas movie. Well, I think they're actually exactly. playing that. Like for this month, I think Die Hard was yeah. for a classic movie mm-hmm. this month. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, and my thing is, when people say it's not a Christmas movie, you look at your typical Christmas movie like Christmas Vacation or uh, A Christmas Story, right? Those all take place around Christmas time and on Christmas, and it's usually the build-up to it. And there's another story going on as it takes place during Christmas time. So what constitutes a Christmas movie? Does it have to have Christmas in the name? You know what I mean? So it's like, why can't it be an action movie that takes place around Christmas time? You know what I mean? Because when you think about it, at the end of the day, that's just the setting. And then the story is usually a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So unless you really want a straight up, like, four Christmases type movie, like, yeah, this falls in that category. Yeah. Yeah. Debate settled. Um, anyway. Yeah. What else? Scores? Oh, scores, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, The Grinch, uh, this is a four out of five for me, I yeah. gotta say. Yeah, for The Grinch as well, four out of five. Mm-hmm. I mean, masterful makeup, tremendous acting, Still great holds directing, up. totally holds up, ahead of its time. Um, Max, what do you think on rating? Uh, yeah, uh, three, four-ish. Three and a half? Yeah. Three and and a half? Give Max a three and a half. I three, three and a half? half. I'm yeah. okay. three and a half. I like, I just, I like the original more yeah, of course um your boris so karloff the original is a five just of course oh yeah original yeah you gotta talk about the you're cost. a mean one five. mr grinch you're also the mummy and frankenstein <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah you, got, yeah, you played an air monster if you think about it you did yeah, yeah. You i would love to see jim carrey as a universal monster mm-hmm. aside from the i mean technically he was because the grinch right but I would love to see him as like a freaking like Doctor. Doctor. The, I know. I think Creature for the Black Lagoon. Creature for the Black Lagoon. That'd be. I don't know about that one. But maybe if there was a funny creature. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. he would do it though because of the prosthetics and stuff. I, he he's, done. he's done. He's done. Yeah, he's done. He's he's done his time in the makeup chair. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, that's all I have to add about that. But I hope everyone is having a wonderful, safe season, and happy New Year from No Expectations Video Store. As always, be kind. Rewind. Subscribe and leave a comment below. Thank you for watching, guys. Thank you, guys. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. I'm an idiot!